When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. One moment of gift most humans never receive in a lifetime. This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. Whatever order of name, Robert Lutz Douglas, whatever you call me, I'm, I'll answer. That would be terrific. That would be great, huh? Terrific. That was terrific. In Jason Duda, for today anyway. I'm, I'm not a big deal. I've been saying that for the last five, six years. But people wearing my jersey or then my jersey's hanging at interest. Ninety-seven five in twelve forty KFH. It's gonna be legend. Wait for it. And I hope you're not lactose intolerant because the second half of that word is dairy. Legendary. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello again, everybody. It is a Friday edition of the Bob and Jeff Show. Bob Lutz, Jason Duda in for Jeff today, and what an introduction! I almost feel uh, like I should be doing something more for you. Like After what? the way uh, Max is this, is this on? Yeah, it's on. Okay. After the way Max just uh, threw me under the bus, house to you. Well, yeah, take it out of context and throw it in there. Thanks, Max. Well, I mean, what a what a legend you are. Are you? Have you been smoking crack all day? Is that what's going on? You know, I I haven't tried smoking crack, <laughs> but I'd do anything to get my old voice back. And uh, it's. I thought yesterday I'd made inroads. Well, you know what? The other day, what was the day? What was the day I wasn't on the show? Tuesday. Tuesday. I was driving and I was listening. You sounded pretty good on Tuesday, I thought. And then I came in Wednesday and you were kind of crackling a little bit again. And I thought I was good yesterday, but today the voice is, uh, I don't know. It, it's slowly... But surely coming back. Now, the good news is I did sleep pretty well last night, in case well, you're wondering. That's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I know you. one of the first questions you asked me yeah, exactly. when you came down today was, how you doing? Because I slept good. Uh, well, when don't you? Pretty standard. So I, I, I'm good. But anyways, please continue. Do you always sleep well? Now, yesterday you mentioned no, the one- sometimes you get awoke, awakened in the middle of the night. And have trouble going back to sleep. Yeah, a couple times in the last, actually, probably in the last six months, just once, just here and there. I don't know if it's because of dad passing or what it is, but it's not. It doesn't happen all the time. Normally, when I go down, I'm I'm out until three forty when my alarm goes off. Oh, that's go a good. Work. That's good for you. Well, um, it has to be. Yeah, you gotta sleep. Sometime. 869-1240, that's the IHOP hotline. Max Power, the uh, previously mentioned Max Power, back in the East Wichita studio. 
taking your calls if you feel so inclined. We would love to hear from you today. It's a sleepy Friday. It is. Kind of a nice day out there, pretty calm, temperatures warming some. A uh, very nice fall day here in Wichita. Should be all right for this week, too, I was looking. Should, like high 60s, that's kind of nice. Yeah, I got really cold there for a little bit. Uh, had my sprinklers turned off. Now I kind of regret that. But I just hey. had, I, yeah, I just had mine done today. Got that out of the way. Got to get that done. So that's been taken care of. Basketball all over the place. Uh, the kid for San Antonio last night, Webanyama, thirty-eight as a nineteen-year-old. Well, that's not bad. Now that's interesting. That really, really makes the NBA more interesting to me when you have a young uh, superstar like this who's been highly touted, lots of hype, and seems to be meeting up to the hype. I'm, I'm into that. Right. And they beat Phoenix for the second time. Uh, they've got a couple wins now over the Phoenix Suns, which uh, you can take that to the bank. That's pretty good stuff. I know you're not an NBA guy, but... No, but I agree. And I kind of like the fact, you know, you, you got a young kid coming up, try to put some pieces around them. You know, like the Clippers, this is why, I think this is just part of the reason why the NBA just didn't, doesn't appeal to me for the last how many years. You know, they go out and get hardened with everybody else that they already have. And a lot of times it just doesn't work. They're paying all this money for these guys to come in, and they, it just doesn't, you don't gel because there's not enough balls to go around. Well, we'll see how that works out for the Clippers. Uh, they got a star-studded cast. Well, they do. We'll see if they can uh, make it all work. I don't know how I, f I, I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, I'm not a big James Harden guy. Uh, Kawhi Leonard and uh, Paul, Paul George, George and Russell Westbrook are all playing extremely well at the start of this season. So I don't know why they why they thought they needed Harden. Um, it seems like a ill-fated trade to me, but I got to see it play out. Right now I'm into this kid for San Antonio because I've always kind of liked the Spurs. When they had their kind of their dynasty rolling with Duncan and, and uh, Robinson and, and Mano Ginobili and Tony Parker and yep. all that cast and crew. They were fun. They were fun. They were fun. Uh, Even and, when they lost, they were fun to yeah. watch. And Popovich is always fun because you never know what he's going to say. He has great interviews after the first quarter when they ask him a question. Right. You know, you only got to listen for one word. Now, they're not going to be a factor this year, but I'm enjoying what I'm seeing. I'm enjoying what I'm seeing out of uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers, even though they haven't won uh, very many games. Craig Porter is getting an opportunity with them, thanks to a couple of injuries, and he's making the most of it. Well, and that's what has to happen. I mean, that's what happens for a lot of these, these guys that are probably pretty decent players. But if you don't get time... You, it doesn't matter who you are, and he's getting some time to play. You get time to play, you're going to be better. doesn't matter if it's in basketball, football, hockey. You have to, you have to play. Got to get out there and see what you got. You got to, and, and a lot of times, a lot of these guys don't get that opportunity when you're behind. If, if, you're, in, <clears throat> if you're in L.A. and you're on the Clippers, how, you're not going to get any time behind those guys. So how do you know if you have something there? 
that might be worth keeping. So very quietly, the Shockers have four former players in the NBA right now. Uh, Porter, Van Vliet, Landry Shamit, and uh, Austin Reeves, who was here before he transferred uh, to Oklahoma. Uh, Austin Reeves, sort of a borderline star with the Los Angeles Lakers. Fred Van Vliet, certainly a star, trying to infuse some uh, uh, some of his ability into a very young Houston Rockets team. So you got some you got some ex shockers. It's that's all that always makes the NBA more interesting to me. Well, for sure, because you covered them. I mean, and they were here. If I was going to watch a game, it would probably be of some one of those guys that I know. Not that I know them personally, but you, you know, know of them. You've, when you've I've been doing this, I've been doing this radio show with you guys for about six years now, so you get to know these guys. And it's not that I know them personally, but you follow the games when they're on TV. You watch them, and I still like watching college basketball. That's never been a question. It's just the NBA that just something about it. Just well, that's it. It's my it's, listen. It's, it's my your prerogative. Don't. You don't you don't owe me anything. No, I don't know. You it don't to owe anybody. the listeners anything. I mean, you, you don't. You can be whatever you want to be. That is thanks. Thanks, so, Dad. I mean, you know. Finally. I appreciate however it. However foolish it makes you look. That's better. Now I feel more comfortable. <laughs> Needed a shot in there. Thank you. There you're welcome. I, you know I'm not just going to stay with the nice guy stuff. No, no, no. I would be awkward. That would be disappointing. Especially this early in the show to go two hours. Yeah, we got a long show. Yeah. Long show today. And here's what we have on tap. At 225, Ryan Fagan, our baseball insider, MLB insider, from the Sporting News will join us. I can't wait to talk to him. Uh, it's going to be an eventful offseason. We'll certainly talk about uh, the just-completed World Series and the championship won by the Texas Rangers, who are having their parade down in the Metroplex today. Uh, at 245, Darren Fisher, the, ho- the head coach at Eisenhower High School in Goddard. Uh, they're right there in the Class 5A football playoffs. And we'll talk to uh, Coach Fisher about uh, what that looks like, what we expect. We're going to talk a lot of uh, lot of playoffs today. Are you into it? I'm here. There you go. Goddard Eisenhower hosting Hayes tonight uh, out at their nice football complex. Amazed, by the way. With a big upset, you guys had Gary Guzman on earlier in the week. Yep. And they knocked off Goddard, and they have Liberal. They're out at Liberal. I, I was thinking maybe you would uh, drive out, there out today? to Liberal. I was going to, but I had to do the show today, so unfortunately um, I won't be able to make it because it's a long drive. Now, did your daughter Avery go out? No. No. No, she won't drive out that far to watch a football well, game. I thought they might take an activities bus. That's a good question. I don't know if they I'm did. I'm sure they did. You think so? Oh, absolutely. Oh, well, then there you go. But, no, she's she is not a uh, football fan, I would say. She okay. doesn't mind going, hanging out, that sort of thing, but she's not a football fan. She's not going to drive that far out to Liberal to go watch a game. Well, I didn't expect her to drive. I or go. There or you go. go. That, that, that's fine. Yeah. Again, she can do what she wants to do. That's uh, right. I would have been more pleased that I heard, yeah, she's on the bus. They're having a good time. She's with her tennis teammates and, you know. They and s- heading out? Yeah, heading out. That's okay. I'm, not, I'm, I'm over it. Uh, 
We were thinking, I actually mentioned this to my wife last night. I said, I, we got to try to get it on. I, I was thinking of watching the game tonight. Well, Obviously, it'll be they, interesting. You know, Gary Guzman's a heck of a coach. And that team uh, started the season poorly. And they've gained momentum throughout, kind of under the radar. Uh, they're only four and five, but they've played much better of late. Uh, Matt, this is a team that lost to Mays South 47 to nothing. Yes. Earlier in the season. They were getting trounced. Then they came back and they played pretty well against Derby, only lost by two touchdowns. Uh, they lost the game to Newton earlier this year. Uh, but the, the win over Goddard kind of came out of nowhere. It did. And, you know, we talked to Coach Guzman about that, and he said, well, you know, the, the, one of the big things is we got a lot of kids that were injured and we got them back. And well, so that can help. In high school, that's a big deal. If you get some good players that uh, have been out, you can put them, plug them back in. It makes a big difference. No and doubt. Obvious, obviously, it did. So we're pulling for them tonight, and I'm going to probably try to find a way to watch that game. Well, I wouldn't blame you. And uh, see how the boys do. At uh, 325, Joanna Chadwick, Vibe Magazine, joins us. We'll go more extensive into the playoffs. Uh, this is... We're still in the, in the early stages of the playoffs. These are the quarterfinals tonight. Uh, so we look forward to that. And at 3.40, our guest for five questions, former City League coach, basketball, longtime Friends University coach, current, currently in the Friends uh, Athletic Administration uh, as a fundraiser, and one of our favorite guests, Dale Faber, our guest for five questions. You jam-packed show. Well, people out there are starting to talk about how they need Jeff here. They want they they enjoy Jeff being. I'm here to say we don't really need Jeff. <laughs> Is did Jeff start that thread? Yeah, I, I made that up completely. Yeah, I figured because it must have been he must have started the thread if there was something going on. Just my thought. I I could be wrong. I'm wrong at least once out of every ten times, which isn't bad. Um. So I gave you some. Uh, some gift cards, of which I have quite a few, um, for Jersey Mike Subs. you got a nice place out there right by where you live. Yep. And I figured you'd like Jersey Mike Subs. Oh, I do. I go. And uh, I like them, too. It's just getting the Maze Road is, you know, I, it's not bad. but It's a bit of a jaunt from here. It's getting back from Maze Road is always kind of a. Depending on which way you have to turn and the lights you got to wait on. Well, and then you got the construction out here on the bridge, yeah. too, which is not conducive at a certain times during the day. Yeah, that's not great either. But uh, we may head out there this weekend and uh, get a sandwich. I really like their sandwiches. Uh, you mentioned that three of you in your family are all in. All the one, time. One is not. One is not. And, and uh, that's your son. And the, the burgeoning soccer player. He's not a sandwich guy, which I don't get. I've never heard of anyone who's not a sandwich person. He's not a sandwich guy. I don't know why. I'm a sandwich guy. I can make a sandwich never, out of anything. I've never heard of anyone. Does he not like bread? No, he'll have toast. That's about as far as I can get him. Making him a sandwich is just about useless. Does he eat meat? Yes. And he'll eat bread? Yes, I know. You won't combine the two. Bob, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Cooking a meal at my house is painful. <laughs> I have one that'll eat something, and the other kid won't eat it. And I have that one that'll eat something, the other kid won't. It's just a nightmare. 
Absolute nightmare. Who's the pickier of the two eaters? Ooh. I probably, right now, probably Jackson. Avery's been a lot better the last year or so. She's she's like, ah, I'll eat it. I'll try it. Which is, that's all I ask. That's it. That's all I ask. Jeff was picky growing up, but, but he kind of came out of that. He won't eat everything, uh, but he's he's pretty adventurous, more so than I am. Are but you picky? I, mm, yeah, I'm I'm fairly picky. Uh, I'm fairly picky. I, 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 but I'll have a sandwich. You know, I, I'd, I'd like to talk to your son about this. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe get to the bottom of it because you said he'll eat toast. And he'll yeah. eat meat. Oh, yeah. He like cheese. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. I know. Does Trust he like? Me. Does he like ham? Yes. Turkey. Yes. Pepperoni. Yeah. Uh, I know. He. I know. But I can't put it together. If he puts it together, no good. Now, if I made, it, if I took everything I was going to put on a sandwich and put it individually, he'd probably eat it. Interesting. Does, does he like sliced tomatoes? No. Okay. Well, you can. You don't have to have those. No, I'll eat those then. Does he like lettuce? Not a big fan. Onion. Probably eh, not. Not really. So, you just go out to Jersey Mike's and you say, "I'd like a ham and cheese with uh, mustard." Does he like mustard? Mayonnaise? No. None of that. Doesn't eat any of that stuff. Okay. So I just want to plain. I'd like a plain ham and cheese. I've tried. Well, there you, there, there you go. You know, the, the the mystery of kids. It's the weirdest, isn't it? It's it's unbelievable. Like, I, I'd, from when they started eating a decent amount, so six, seven, eight, it, they just, they want to eat like two things all the time. And how do you break it? Force them to, I guess? No, I don't know. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, here, eat it. If not, I can't say that. When I was a kid, being kind of an only child, my half sister was quite a bit older, and had moved on and lived her life, and I was raised an only child, and my mom could cook anything, and she loved to cook. My dad would eat anything. You cook that table, he'll he'll put some. uh, pepper on it and and start uh start gnawing away perfect um i'm not i wasn't that way so my mom bless her heart would cook me an individual meal mm-hmm. separate from what they had i understand often i i, I and this may yeah. explain more about me than anything i've ever said <laughs> i mean i truly think that says it all about me well it could be Kind of spoils. That's kind of what I do. And I started thinking the other day, I'm like, I'm, I'm done with this. Here's what you're having now. You're well, that's how you were raised. So you've changed the way you, from how you were raised. Oh, I was raised, it was. To accommodate your, your children. And we ate basically meat and potatoes just about every day. Like just about every day. Because dad would hunt. I grew up on moose and elk. That's what we always had in the freezer. Always in the fridge, an abundance. So we always had meat and potatoes. And that's kind of what I always grew up on, meat and potatoes. The odd spaghetti once in a while, that was like a treat to get spaghetti. 
and sandwiches. Now, does there the, you go. Do the youngsters like spaghetti? Oh yeah. Okay. Pizza. Anything? Yeah, yeah. They like all that stuff. But hamburgers. If I'm, when I'm cooking, we'll eat a hamburger. Yeah. But but not. A, I know. I know, Bob. I know you. That you're just. Are you firing me up on purpose? Because yes, he will eat a cheeseburger. I am not trying to fire you up. But you are. I, I'm trying to understand. I'm just trying to if understand. Anybody can understand this. Just please tell me. Well, we we'll get off. Anybody, because of I I don't know. It makes no sense at all. Love to visit with your wife about these things. <laughs> uh, we'll take a break. Uh, the Bob and Jeff Show here on KFH. Ryan Fagan from the Sporting News joins us next. We'll get into some baseball. Uh, looking ahead mostly because I'm very curious about the free agent market, the trades, so many teams in, in the market, including the one I happen to follow uh, over in uh, eastern Missouri. Back, a minute, back in a minute, Bob and Jeff with Jason Duda, KFH. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Here's Ryan Fagan from the Sporting News. Did excellent work covering the World Series. Uh, our baseball insider here on the Bob and Jeff Show. Ryan, welcome. How are you? I'm doing well, doing well. How are we doing today, fellas? Well, you're, you're coming down from a long baseball season and an exciting postseason. I want to kind of get into a maybe this could be deemed a little bit of a negative before we start to talk about uh, the future and the off season. But there's been a lot of talk about this being the lowest viewed World Series of all time. Um, yeah. First of all, how big of an issue is that? And secondly, if it is a big issue, how does Major League Baseball go about working on this? I mean, they could give the Red Sox, Yankees, and Dodgers like a 10-game head start in the regular season. <laughs> I mean, if they really wanted to put them out there or maybe advance them directly into the 
the LCS. <laughs> you know, I'm sure that they would yeah. like to see that happen. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know that there's a way to avoid that. What you want is to make your product better so that people watch it no matter what. You know, and I think they took a step towards that this year. But, you know, there's no denying that the, the TV numbers when those certain teams aren't good, um, they're, they're going to be down. You know, the overall TV numbers are going to be down. It you know, doesn't mean it wasn't a great World Series. You know, I mean, I think that game one was one of the better game ones we've seen in World Series history. And, you know, Seager do what he did. Garcia played the way he did. You know, I mean, there were heroic, heroic performances all over the place. There were stars that were born. There was all kinds of great action, you know, but sometimes you're just not going to draw in the casuals, you know, and I think that's kind of what the October numbers, especially the World Series, kind of rely on is the the, the people that don't necessarily watch a lot of baseball during the year, are they going to turn it on? And, you know, and they didn't, you know, and I think part of it too is – you know, I feel like we've, we've talked about this forever, but baseball needs to do a better job of marketing itself. And part of that is, you know, I mean, if you go on Twitter every single day, sorry, X, every single day during the World Series, you see people complaining because the main color analyst, John Smoltz, is, let's just say he's, he's not always optimistic about the way the game is being played right now, right? You know, I mean, I, I'm not saying that baseball wants a cheerleader in there, and I don't personally have a big issue with John Smoltz. You know, he he played the game the way he played, and he likes to see baseball played that way, you know, and he's not afraid to say it, which is fine. That's great. Uh, I think Joe Davis does a fantastic job of, you know, being that kind of guy who makes every important moment seem important. But, you know, I mean, I, I mean, Bob, you know, if you have a guy like, Adam Wainwright talking about the game is in that color analyst spot as opposed to a guy who's kind of grouchy, get off my lawn, the way that Smoltz comes across. You know, I think you know, that could go, that could be part of that equation as well. You know, and, and, and I, I agree with what you're saying, but I, I'm just curious on your opinion. You know, Arizona obviously um, hadn't been that good. Then all of a sudden they, they throw this season together. People are kind of excited about it. But so would you say that that wasn't great for baseball just because Arizona's in the in the World Series and it just kind of lackluster Arizona? No, I, I don't think so. You know, I mean, obviously, like I said, they're not going to bring the same ratings. They're not going to casuals in the way that the Yankees or Red Sox or Dodgers might have. But, I mean, look, you know, people have talked a lot about, say, okay, well, the regular season has to matter more, right? The regular season has to matter more. The Braves have to be rewarded more in a better position to advance and same thing with the Orioles and these teams that the won their divisions and got knocked out right away. But, you know, I, mean, I think all of the changes that baseball has made to the playoff structure are centered around making the regular season matter more for more fan bases, right? You know, use this, this expansion. I mean, yeah, maybe it waters down the, the playoff field a little bit and you have an 84 win team getting in, but you have more franchises, more fan bases invested in August and September than you did when there was only one team from each league or two teams from each league or three teams from each league. You know, and I think that's part of what happens here. And, you know, is there a way that baseball could tweak the playoff format to give the teams that were better over 162 games more of an advantage? Yeah, sure. You could start them up one nothing in a series. You could do that. I mean, they do that over – uh, in Korea and the KVO, 
you know, and those teams, they go in there with an advantage after they've sat, I think it's like almost two weeks between games. So there are lots of things they can do. The thing that kind of cracks me up about this almost is the complaint about the, the, the better teams not having enough of an advantage is essentially that people are saying that we're not giving enough to the teams that were already the best. And that's a little crazy to me. I mean, it feels like having home field, not having to play. You know, we talked about, again, the, the Braves and the Orioles getting knocked out in the first round. But, you know, Milwaukee won its division and was knocked out in the wild card round. Would they have rather had a bye? Sure they would have. Would the Rays rather had a bye after winning 99 games instead of getting swept by the Rangers? Yeah, absolutely they would have. You know, sometimes teams just play well in October – and it just so happened this year that two teams that didn't have a wide national built-in audience were the ones that did that. And maybe that's kind of why, part of the reason we saw the, the numbers that we did. Ryan Fagan, our guest, baseball senior writer for the Sporting News. Okay, there are a ton of teams that are going to want to improve themselves, obviously, in this offseason. Yeah. A lot of them need pitching. And while this is an attractive free agent market for pitching, uh, there's probably not enough to go around for everybody. So when the free agency period begins here in just a few days, do you expect this to be a pretty quick free agent market? And which teams, Ryan, do you expect to try to strike first? You know, I, I hope that it is because you're right. There are, you know, there are a lot. Look, there are a dozen impact starting pitchers that are available on the, on the free agent market and, you know, some making a bigger impact than others, but you know, there are teams that there are more than a dozen teams that need starting pitching and some teams need two and three starting pitchers. So you're right. Not everybody is going to get everything they want. And you would think that that would create some sense of urgency, but I think we see it every year. We see a couple of teams go out and sign somebody early and it feels like they're the ones that benefit by being aggressive. But so many teams want to wait see how the market plays out. They want to wait for that first guy to sign. So it kind of establishes value for other guys on, you know, either side better or worse than that person that signed. And then, of course, you know, you have the Otani thing looming. Uh, you have a handful of teams that would really love to sign Shohei Otani. And because he's going to get so much money, you kind of have to keep a budget available in case you do. But can you wait too long? I mean, I think if you talk to the teams that are in the Otani mix, they would tell you they would love for him to sign before the winter meetings, right? Before December gets here, they would love to see him sign, whether he signs with them or somebody else, just so they know, so they can then take some of that money and put it towards, um, you know, an, an Aaron Nola or Yamamoto coming over from Japan or uh, Edward Rodriguez, like all these guys that can make a big impact. And I know Otani's not pitching next year, but, uh, he will be back in that rotation. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, we'll see. And it's always more fun when there's a rash of moves. That's the thing that drives me crazy a little bit about the baseball free agent market every year. You know, you look at the NBA, and it's if a guy hasn't signed within an hour of the opening of free agency, you're wondering what's wrong. And then in baseball, we normally get situations like, you know, Bryce Harper signing in spring training. And it it doesn't – it's not great – or the perception that baseball is exciting, and I'm not sure how to fix that part of it, though. 
So who, and I want to get back to that in a minute because you're on the show and you live in St. Louis and I'm a Cardinals fan and I'm going to ask you about the Cardinals, but not right now. Uh, what I want to ask you about right now is, are there, are there a, is there a team or two or three that you think kind of maybe fit the bill for what the Rangers and Diamondbacks have done? Uh, they've come back from 100 lost seasons really quickly uh, through astute uh, front office management and paying big dollars, especially in the case of the Rangers, going out and yeah. basically spending their way uh, to a World Series. The Diamondbacks have done it a little more coyly. Uh, are there teams like that that you think could make a quick move? Yeah, maybe not in the same way that the Rangers did in terms of money, but kind of following the the blueprint that the Diamondbacks had, and even with the Orioles going from, you know, 100 losses a couple of years ago, 110 losses a couple of years ago to 80-something wins last year and 100 wins this year. I mean, Cincinnati, the Reds, are lurking they are ready to pounce they were better this year than anyone thought they were going to be with a pitching staff that was decimated by injuries it felt like all year long with a ton of rookies in the everyday lineup all up and down the lineup when you look at the young players that that team has because it's not just ellie de la cruz the guy who got all the headlines it's matt mcclain who was their best rookie last year spencer steer who had 20 plus home runs Andrew Abbott, who came into the rotation and was fantastic. Graham Ashcraft, who struggled early and kind of was pitching much better when he went on the IL. So they have all of these young guys, right? All these young guys, and so many of them are pitchers, too, because you talk about, you know, Ashcraft and, and Abbott. And, you know, I mean, I'm sure I've talked about it on the show. I mean, Hunter Green is a guy that I feel like is going to win multiple Cy Youngs in his career. I'm all in on the Hunter Green train. I think he's. Uh, he's a, an exceptional talent, and he's an even harder worker, has a better baseball mind, as good as you'll see out there. So, I mean, I think the Reds have the chance to legitimately, if they make a couple of good moves, I think, you know, you sign uh, a starting pitcher to go into that group to kind of take some of the pressures off those youngsters. You know, you maybe pick up a couple pieces here and there, and they're a team that it wouldn't surprise me at all to see them push past 90 wins, win the Central, uh, you know, and even challenge for, uh, I mean, it sounds crazy to say, even I'm saying out loud, but challenge for 95 to 100 wins. The talent is there to make something like that happen. I said late in the year that that team could be the Braves in a couple years. They don't have the history of that kind of front office wisdom, however. So we'll see if that uh, happens. (laughs) That is is a talented team. You're right. We'll see. We'll see yeah. how the front office tries to supplement that track record. With that, is not great, but the talent is there to be a really good team for a long time. So that's that's part of what gets me about so many Cardinals fans thinking, "Well, we'll just go out and get two or three starting pitchers, and we'll get right back into contention and win the the National League Central." The National League Central is getting better. The Cardinals yeah. finished last. Uh, the Pirates are getting better. They have, uh, they they've had, they've got a lot of good young players as well. I think the Cubs have kind of righted their ship. Uh, the Brewers, depending on what happens with Craig Council and some of their pitching, but this isn't this isn't some quick fix that I see for the Cardinals. Convince me I'm wrong. Could it be a quick fix? Well, you know, look, I, I think the Cardinals absolutely could get back to the 
85 to 90 win season next year. I think that absolutely could happen. I think they could be good enough. I think, look, every, everything went wrong this year. Everything possible could, that could go wrong went wrong this year. But you kind of look at what they have, right? And, like, if, if Jordan Walker and Mason Wynn make the same kind of strides that Nolan Gorman made from year one to year two, and there's no reason to think that won't happen. If they do that and, you know, Goldschmidt and Arnato have – Look, I'm not sure what we can expect from Goldschmidt going forward. He's probably not ever going to be the player that he was uh, when he won the MVP uh, last year. He's not going to be that guy again, but he's still good. Arnado's very good. They can be a good team with a couple of more pieces in that rotation because I think the rotation issues just caused everything, this giant chain reaction that everything went wrong. And you could kind of stem a lot of that from those issues. So if, and the thing that as I'm sure you know, like those were issues that were not surprises, right? There are few, very few people that looked at the Cardinals rotation in spring training and said, oh, this is going to be one of the best in baseball. You looked at that rotation and said, okay, well, about six things have to go right to get four good starters this year. And almost none of them happened. So um, with a couple of smart moves going out and signing a Sonny Gray or, you know, a couple moves like that, they can be back in that mix. But to your point, yeah, this is not an NL Central division where you're going to have three teams lose 95 games. It's not going to happen, not for the foreseeable future. I mean, the Pirates won 76 games last year, and they did that. They made that jump forward without O'Neill Cruz, who is the star of their rebuilding effort, right? You get him back along with all these guys that had really good rookie seasons, a lot of young players. If they go out and add a pitcher to that rotation kind of to replace what Rich Hill was for them this year, they can be very good. The Cubs are on the upswing. It would not surprise me at all to see them involved in the pursuit of a superstar, trading for Juan Soto, being in the market for Otani. I don't think they'll get Otani, but they'll be in that mix. Um, I can see them making a big move. Uh, And Milwaukee, look, for all the good things that Craig Council has done in his time at Milwaukee, the way he has strung along this team has not been doing them any favors, right? Not in any way, shape, or form has he helped the Brewers for 2024 by playing out the string and becoming a free agent, which is his right to do, but it's not helping the team, you know, at at all. So, yeah, I mean, I I don't think you're going to see a scenario where the division was a couple years ago where the Pirates – won 97 games that finished in third place, but it's also not going to be the division where there's, you know, the Cardinals win the division by, you know, 10 games with 87 wins. Uh, Those days are gone. They're not coming back anytime soon. All right. Great, great stuff. I could talk baseball all day, but uh, there's other (laughs) things. So we'll move on to those. Ryan, we appreciate your time. Thanks for being with us. Enjoy it. Thanks guys. Ryan Fagan from the Sporting News. Yeah, I love I love talking about baseball. Well, I know you do. I know you do. We could he you could have chatted with him for another hour and a half. Oh, guaranteed. Just been in my element. Oh, just just we'd have had hey, four listeners. Like, almost like you were sitting at home. <laughs> Here is Darren Fisher, the head football coach at Goddard Eisenhower, at home tonight against Hayes in the Class Five A playoffs. Darren, welcome. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, we're happy to have you. You've had a remarkably good season, 
a one-loss season. That loss, uh, I hate to say this, happened to come to Goddard in your regular season final. But uh, you opened the playoffs last week with a uh, resounding win over Andover. And tonight you have a Hayes team that is kind of, it's always kind of tough to figure out where Hayes uh, sits. They have a very good record. They play a, a very good schedule. What have you seen from Hayes that impresses you? You know, they're, they're well coached. Uh, Coach Crow um, does a great job with the, those guys from Hayes. Um, we, we paid them actually three out of the last four years. Um, so so we, we've got a, a chance to see, you know, what, what Hayes football is about. Um, you know, and they, they play tough, hard-nosed football. They run the ball well. They play sound defense, and they're well coached. And um, I expect nothing less um, from them tonight. Coach, how, how do you think the, the 5A looked this year? Uh, you, going years past to this year, uh, was the league stronger? Was it better? Was it more rounded? Where do you think, it, where do you think it's at? You know, I, I think, honestly, the, the 5A West has been remarkable. Um, it's been extremely competitive. Uh, you know, you, you look at uh, the, uh, the records from 5A, and, you know, it, it's so even with the, the records. Um, you know, that it is just so competitive um, in, in the 5A West. Um, you know, and that's the hats off to, to coaches. There's so many good coaches. Darren Fisher, our guest, and I completely agree. Uh, Goddard Eisenhower tonight, a home game against Hayes. Uh, Liberal and Mays now on the other side of, of your bracket. Uh, when I looked at this bracket early on, I said, uh, this side of the bracket may have a little break in it compared to the other side, only because Capon, Hutchinson, and Mays South are in, on that other side of the bracket and all still alive. Uh, do you think that's a valid assessment of the bracket that I made? You know, it's so hard to tell. Um, you know, you know, one thing here that, you know, we don't see in Wichita is we, we don't see those schools from the West. You know, we don't see um, Liberal and, and Great Bend and Hayes um, until, until you really get into the playoffs. Um, so, you know, just from, from what I've seen, you know, those, those teams I've, I've seen and played against. And, um, so I have a little bit better idea of how those teams are, but you know, that, that real far West team, you know, those teams I just said, it's hard to tell, you know, until, until they, they get to play some of the teams that we played. Well, coach, why don't you, uh, just give us a little rundown of, uh, of some of the kids that you got, some of your seniors, some of your leaders that you've had throughout the year. Yeah, you know, our, our quarterback's done a phenomenal job this year, um, you know, passing close to, to 1,400 yards with, with 20 touchdowns. Uh, Derek Morgan, uh, he's a junior. Our, our uh, senior running back, Lucas Dickman, um, is, is nearing 1,400 yards rushing with, with 15 touchdowns. And um, we have a, a phenomenal wide receiver in Carter Paps. He's a junior. Uh, not so many catches. He's got 36 catches, but he has 15 touchdowns um, with, with 36 catches. Wow. Um, you know, on the defensive side, our, our senior, Nick Giffen, uh, who's our Mike linebacker, leads us with, with 87 tackles on the season so far. And, um, you know, got good good old linemen, good D linemen, and that's where it starts. You know, a good team is, is up front. I've been around coaches long enough to know they like saying junior quarterback when they've got a really good one, don't you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I agree. Uh yeah, so for sure. So this has been as uh, this has been a breakthrough season. 
uh, for Goddard Eisenhower in football, the best season you've had. And you're a legitimate threat uh, to get to the 5A title game. What's that been like for the school? How's that kind of been received? Uh, it's, it's been awesome. You know, been uh, the last few years, you know, we, we've kind of covered around the 500. We've either been above or just below. Um, you know, now it now it's awesome. You know, so many kids are just bought in talking about the game, what time they're going to get there, what they're wearing. They they start asking me about players. How's this kid going to play tonight? What do they look like, coach? And I have kids telling me, coach, I'm so nervous for tonight. I'm like, well, you're not playing. <laughs> you're in the stands. Um, where now I hear kids talk about how are we going to do tonight versus how's the football team going to do tonight. Um, so, you know, so you know, that winning's really brought together a community between our, our, our teachers, um, our students, our parents. Is Now there's more of a we um, type, type environment and, and culture, which I appreciate and love. Well, what, uh, what are you looking for from your team? Obviously, a huge game coming up here. Uh, what, what are you expecting? Are they, are they nervous? Are they excited? Where, where's everybody at? Uh, you know, you've got to be excited. Second round of playoffs. Uh, you know, the the crew that I have now, we, we've never made it this far um, and haven't had this type of success. Uh, so, you know, guys, you know, are, are excited, um, you know, nervous. I'm, I'm sure they are, you know, but as far as how we play, you know, we, we just want to come out and play our best football and play how we've been playing. Uh, I, I don't want them to change a thing. I don't want them to do extras or think they need to do extras. I just I just need them to execute and, and play hard every play and um, play the way we've been playing. Um, you know, that's all I can ask for our guys is just play as hard as you can each play, and, uh, you know, the score will take care of itself. I think the uh, – and your game certainly is highly intriguing tonight, but the hutchinson May south game uh, really has my attention. You started the season with a game against Hutchinson, and you won that game 7-3 to three, all the way back on the 1st of September. When you look back on that game right now, Coach Fisher – was that kind of an indication that of of what you guys were going to be? Because I know you knew you had your hands full with with the Salthawks. Yeah, you know, playing that tough a team who had so much success last year and was bringing back so so many of uh, of their starters. Um, you know, we come out and and win a close game like that. Um, you know, now it's all of a sudden like we, we got something special, fellas. Uh, we. We knew it. We just need the kids to perform and execute and say, hey, fellas, you, you can do this. Um, so, you know, as, as coaches, like, man, that, that's, a, that's a big win for us and, and a, a great momentum starter. Um, start our year with, with maybe one of our toughest opponents on our schedule and one, one of the best teams in 5A to come out and get a, get a victory over them week one, um, you know, kind of sets the tone like, hey, we, we can be this team. Well, good stuff. We're really looking forward to all these games tonight, specifically your game, Hayes, in Goddard tonight to play Goddard Eisenhower. Eisenhower head football coach Darren Fisher has been our guest. Darren, good luck tonight. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right. There you go. Looking forward to it. I'll be following all these games on Twitter. You'll be trying to watch the Mays game. Absolutely. Um, this is an exciting time of the year for high school football and we got a great weather night yeah they couldn't ask for much better than what they're going to get tonight so good stuff and we'll go over more of the games when joanna chadwick joins us coming up in hour number two we'll take a break and we'll be back with hour number two at least the start of that 
Coming up next, Bob Lutz, Jason Duda, The Bob and Jeff Show, KFH. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.